Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele Ground Podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say, what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend for again. Say, what's up, Kahai? What's up? Gentlemen, this is the three of us. Sometimes it's nice. Like this, where you know where it's just it's just us. We're just talking about stuff like Nicktoons and whatever. Sometimes ukulele every now and then, you know, but this is nice. We've had a guest we had a guest last week. We had a guest the week before that. So it's been a few weeks since we just kinda sat down and just, you know, just talk stories is what we call it here. Guys. Yeah, we're just three guys having a good time. Having a good time. Having a good time. <laughs> so, uh, what we do here on this podcast is we answer any and all of your questions. We get them however you guys can give them to us via email. We have email. We have um, uh, messages on Ukulele Underground, um, through the, the UU Plus Forum, through uh, our very like special hotline you guys can call. We have a hotline, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. very hot. That hotline is very hot. And... Um, you guys can leave uh, voicemail messages there. If you guys want to be featured on the podcast, you guys can leave us uh, a voicemail. Maybe we'll play the voicemail or something if it's, uh, you know, if it's a question that we want to uh, answer here on the on the podcast. Basically, we got A's for your for your Q's, right? Guy, mm-hmm. that's can we say that? Uh, we got all the A's I, for all their Q's. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Maybe not all. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> The, the the usual discretion is 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 advised. We're like, hey, we're just we're just three guys. We don't, you know, we don't uh, claim to be to like to kind of know everything or whatever. We just we're just gonna tell you what, what we think. How about that? This is the uh, the UU opinions podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we we do um, give out advice. We've been playing ukulele for a long time. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, I've been playing professionally for uh, for decades now, and I like to kind of. You know, like help you guys out with uh, with your ukulele journey based on what I've experienced in my ukulele journey, and these guys are uh, are just as good. So you know, like we're gonna come up with the best A to your Q. So here we go. O Ka- to your Q. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, we got the O's to your Q's. All right, Kai, give me the first Q, baby. Uh yeah, JT said, mm-hmm. uh, how would you recommend to tune a baritone ukulele? Um, how would I recommend to tune a baritone ukulele? I would recommend to tune a baritone ukulele, which is DGBE. That is the um, standard tuning for a baritone ukulele. That's, you know, with, with the size and uh, with the strings that, that you buy, you know, um, normally for that particular ukulele, it just points to that kind of tuning as far as the, um, the, the tension goes for the strings and what the ukulele can handle and all that stuff. DGBE. Um, I like... I like to mix it up a little bit with a high high D, you know, high D G B E. Like it's 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 nice. I've actually kind of experimented with that a little bit. Um, you can you know you can tune it with a low D. That's kind of how they usually do it. But um, the baritone is basically just the four the bottom four strings of a guitar. Like that's really what what it is. You just or take out the, the treble the, string. Oh, the treble string. Yeah, uh, treble strings. You know. So the G B E because a guitar strings uh, all six of them are E A D G B E. A, a baritone ukulele is the DGBE part. So you just take out the E and A for the bass, the, the bass strings. Get yourself baritone ukulele. So same, you know, same kind of thing. There are, um, you know, uh, there are a bunch of different string sets, but for the most part, if you're asking me how I like to tune my baritone ukulele, DGBE high G. There's a oh, high D. I should say high D. Yes. There's a, a baritone over there. Oh too, yeah. Right. This one is not a high G, but it is a baritone, and this is DGBE. I was kind of praying that it was in tune because I didn't think I was going to use it. So this is a 
close enough. This is DGBE right here. So if you're a guitarist, this this is one of those you know one of those ukuleles that's that's actually that will you know that will work with you're familiar with the you know with, with the tuning or the familiar with the sound of the, the open strings. You know these are the bottom four strings of a regular guitar. So if you were to play, say you're a guitar player, you're to play like a G chord and you have like the top two strings here missing, all you got to do is just play that that uh, E string third fret there, and that's a G, just like how you would play it on the guitar, except with the top without the top two. So nice and simple. Here, just like a C, you know, but then without the top, uh, without this A string here. So this, this is a C, this is a G, this is a D. So if you play guitar before, it's it's kind of a good jumping off point to kind of expose yourself to ukulele. But the thing is, even if you pick up a tenor ukulele or a concert or a soprano, these shapes are the same. So uh, a lot of people say that, yeah, I should get a baritone or get a GL6 or a whatever, you know, if you're, if you're a guitar player and then, because it'll be kind of like the guitar, but then again, you know, that's just playing guitar, I guess at, at that point, <laughs> you know, like if you want to learn uke, learn ukulele but as far as shapes goes baritone wise and uh, and tenor um they're they're kind of the same shapes different uh different chords and tones and stuff but shape wise you could pretty much play uh any ukulele with with, with whatever ukulele knowledge you have i feel like this kind of ties into it too uh joel said is a five string ukulele better sounding than a four string ukulele <laughs> and like well, I, I think that's why like people also like yeah. Oh, guitar lele, right? Because yeah, like six yeah. strings are better than four, or and like sound bigger oh. and more, and it does, you know, and it, it does, yeah. uh, it does give you a little bit more sound. But better is very subjective, okay? Like I, I, I don't want to say like this sounds better or that sounds better or this doesn't sound good or whatever. Can you explain uh, what a five string ukulele is yes. even? A uh, five string ukulele. So here's a four string ukulele. All right. So a five string ukulele basically just has one of these four strings doubled up. Okay, so you either have two G's, two C's, two E's, or two A's, depending on you know on what kind of ukulele or where it is on the nut or saddle of, of your or, or bridge of your ukulele. Okay, so with that said, say like a you know a double G five string ukulele would have the high G and and the low G in there. So instead of deciding if you want high G or low G, you can have both, and that's like that's a five string. Okay, you can have a high C and a low C. So this is so be the low C. You could have like this C right here, and so if you were to play that ukulele, it'd be that's what it, that would that's what it would sound like. Okay, like it would sound like these two strings kind of played together, but with just the one or the two open strings here. So you're just doubling up whichever one you want. There's also a six string which you would double up two of these. You know, I guess seven. I have kind of rare, but I I'm sure they exist. You know, um, seven string ukulele, which would just be trip uh, doubling three of the strings, and an eight string ukulele, super common, which is doubling up all four of your strings. That's really all in you know, all that is. Now, do, do I think it sounds better? I think, like I mentioned earlier, it's subjective. Like it just depends what you're what you're going for. Some people would say, yeah, you know, it sounds good. It sounds better because it's it you know it, it'll it'll fill up the the sound space. You know, a lot a lot more than uh, than four strings would. Um, but if you're a technical player, maybe too much strings is a little bit too much. You know, if if uh, if I'm if I'm technical and I want to play stuff like uh, now, I'm not saying I couldn't play that on a five string, but it just wouldn't sound the same. Like I would want 
an individual G here to do. So if I had this doubled, then I would kind of get this and a low, you know, a low C. I guess this is a C note here in the fifth fret G string. I get uh, a this C and a low C. So it would just kind of sound weird and. Um, yeah, so it just depends, you know, whatever your flavor is, like that's that's really all it is. There is, you know, and I think we mentioned it last um, last podcast that there's, you know, there's there's a uke for for everyone. Now there's an audience for that. Is exactly what I said. There's an audience for five strings, six strings, eight strings, whatever it is that your flavor, you know, of uh, of ukulele. Okay, mm -hmm. so if I were to play a five string, I would use it mainly for strumming. I mean, I guess I could use it for picking people like Taimani Gardner. You know, have uh, have found. Lots of success. I wouldn't just say a little bit of success. Lots and lots of success playing a five-string ukulele. She has double low Gs. You know, it just you can set it up however you want to. Yeah. But um, then she does she does do a lot of picking. But that that would make sense with the low G yeah. or like the the low G double yeah. low Gs because she can use her E or C E and A for yeah. picking. And, yeah. And then the low yeah. G just kind of adds in that just little adds, bass in there. Yeah. yeah. It's very subjective. Like better is, is such yeah. a you know weird word to to uh to to use. <laughs> I'm sure there is like somebody who does this, but mm -hmm. like I think too, if you have like a eight string ukulele or like an eight string instrument and each string is doubled up, mm -hmm. like you probably don't want to bend too much, right? Because <laughs> if you bend oh, the double string, like and more, like it you know as time goes on it like gets oh, out of tune intonation like mm -hmm. then yeah it's it just and i mm -hmm. like i said I, i'm sure there's yeah. somebody who does do that but mm -hmm. it's probably just like not something that is like every single song you're bending right yeah, then yeah every yeah. single song you're probably like Okay, right. guys, wait, I got to retune my yeah. strings just to make sure that they're in tune. <laughs> now, nah, but there's like some great players. Like, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right because it'd be kind of a nightmare to like figure out which one is off tune yeah, to, you yeah. know? But like, there's some great players. I mean, people who I would suggest like eight strings to people who have played, say, like mandolins and stuff before yeah. who are used to like the doubled strings. And I could see people ripping it up on like on eight string ukuleles like if they have some some heavy like mandolin backgrounds and stuff yeah like, i think that would be really cool you know yeah i think but like i think even ah and then like of course there's gonna like somebody mm -hmm. like oh chris tilly like he he bends the yeah. strings all the time yeah like, it yeah. can be done but yeah like what kai is trying to say it would be kind of a nightmare to keep in tune especially well, if you don't know what you're doing yeah and then it, it's just the same thing too right yeah. like different things uh, fit different instruments yeah. better too so yeah. yeah like will it work with that yeah it will but then yeah it's probably it'll work better with like a single string instrument right? one, one man's medicine is another man's poison as they say Kahai. yeah we're just <laughs> dropping knowledge here yeah you know so here's our o's for your cues <laughs> yeah. but that's really what it is like i mean I, I couldn't make it sing as you know as as well as uh, some people do but then you know like I had um, I don't know if I've told this in the podcast before, but that there's a there's that time that Kale Gamiao came here for our uh, our ukulele retreat, and uh, our friend good friend Kaniho who was here last week who played bass uh, with with my, me and Cynthia, um, Kaniho is actually a, a big fan of Kale Gamiao and like so I. I knew that he was a big fan, so I told Clay, I'm like, let's make a pit stop. I want to introduce you to my friend Kanijo. So I brought him, like, I, I knocked on Kanijo's house. Good thing he was home. I go inside, and I was like, I have a surprise for you. And here comes, like, Kalei, and he just fanboyed out. And was there. <laughs> and um, uh, Kanijo has an eight-string ukulele. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and 
he's he's a you know he's a big fan of Calais and stuff. But we left our ukes in the car because I didn't expect to stay there that long. So we didn't have you know we we didn't have a, a, an ukulele for for Calais to play. But uh, Kanihou really wanted to you know wanted to hear "Kiss from a Rose" mm-hmm. by uh, by Calais Gamiao. So Kanihou was like, "Can you play that song? Can you just show me how? And can I like tape you like playing that song? You know, on my phone." And then Calais was like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, I was like, do you have a new ukulele around? Should we go back in the car and grab it? I was about to go in the car and then uh, Kani was like, oh, I have this. And it was like an eight string Kamaka ukulele. And yeah, I mean, by golly, like uh, Kale just ripped it up on that nice yeah, little yeah, eight yeah, string. Yeah. So like there are people who can make these, you know, make, make these ukuleles sing. I just have not had enough um, Did he experience adjust with it. his playing to, to a little it? bit? Yeah, yeah kind yeah. of like, and it's it, that's that's what's cool about like watching you know like professionals, especially somebody who I know very well because I know Calais style, I yeah, know how yeah. he attacks, I know like you know all that stuff. So watching him like kind of switch up a little bit so that you know that he can he can kind of hit both strings at the same time. Like a lot of you know he's he's good with that like that kind of um, what is it that Kimohasi style anyway. Yeah. So so because he's kind of good with that, he, he used more of that because like doing doing this gets you a better chance of, of, of hitting the, the two strings, you know, mm-hmm. like, rather than like trying to, you know, like trying to do do this. You can still get the two strings this way, mm-hmm. but then this just kind of matches what, what, what he was doing because a lot of like yeah. chord, you know, chord melody stuff and, and that's, I don't know how to play that song, but there's a lot of chord melody stuff in that. And I think, you know, like him getting the A string with the um, the two A strings, the double A on the bottom while playing the chord on top, doing that like Kimo Hussey style was just perfect. So watching him kind of switch it up a little bit, just a little, you know, it was it was super impressive. And I'm just like, I've never seen you on an eight string, Kalei, and you just... <laughs> took it and he was like, oh, now whatever. So it is true, Kai, you know, a real, real artist can paint a masterpiece with any paintbrush. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just like, right, you just like Mm -hmm. go like, oh, okay, this is what it's good at for. So that's Mm -hmm. what I'm going to use it. Like, I'm going to kind of recontextualize how I normally play Mm -hmm. to just make it fit like a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of funny because uh, I say that whole like artists with the you know with any paintbrush thing because um sometimes like there's you know it was like summertime not too long not too long ago right and uh, and I'm out I'm outside like my, my my kids playing in the yard and whatever and uh, she brings her ukulele out sometimes it's like um I don't know it's it's one of those like. I, gave it to me um mim mim yeah. gave gave it to me i forget which which color it was like a tiny soprano collar thing and it's like super duper tiny and uh, oh, wait, know, wasn't the ohana no 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 it was a it's a collar it's some some kind of some kind of collar yeah um and yeah and you know so she brings it out she plays it but when she's done she wants to go do something else i'm like oh i don't know i'm, I'm outside might as well jam and stuff <laughs> and then like the neighborhood kids because it's summertime you know uh-huh. will like bike down and they'll hear the ukulele they're like what is that thing you know and then, why does it sound good uh-huh. <laughs> i'm just like ah i'm just fooling around with it i'm like you know doing like some picking they're like you could do that on a time like that you that tiny you uh-huh. i'm like yeah it's it's still an ukulele yeah, like, yeah i guess like technically you know so you can do all the ukulele things to it it's like that is so cool because like, <laughs> like they're long kids <laughs> <laughs> there's a video series right yeah. where like they challenge professional photographers to mm-hmm. use oh, yeah. like uh like you know disposable cameras mm-hmm. or like kid toy cameras yeah yeah and take cool. shots and then mm-hmm. it's like uh they like all the time they always like get good shots and it's just like 
it's just about being more creative with the limitations of what you have right yeah not like yeah it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like mm -hmm. oh i can't do it so i'm just gonna give up it's just like <laughs> well i'll just figure out like the best way that i can you know yeah. make the most out of this so mm -hmm. yeah it's like a purple uke i don't know some kind of purple <laughs> oh. it was like it's really cute and i'm just like oh okay i'll just jam this outside while she's out while she's playing or whatever and then you know like yeah the neighborhood kids with their bikes like whoa what is that it's an ukulele they're like but it's so tiny yeah. <laughs> how, are you, how are you playing that 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 well you know? yeah that's kind of like the same thing too right <laughs> where we get people who say like yeah. oh i can't play a soprano because it's too small oh, for yeah. me. but then there's like people who are pretty big yeah but they play soprano because they're like i love the sound of soprano mm -hmm. like even though and people have that idea in their head like that you have to match the size of the mm -hmm. ukulele to your size yeah. and your type yeah and whatever size you find that you like it's you know great but mm -hmm. don't you don't have to listen to the like the no. the way to go is like if you're smaller play a soprano no, no. if you're bigger play it you know tenor or baritone or if that was true god i'd be playing soprano <laughs> i'm like five yeah. three so i'm a super <laughs> tiny dude i should be playing a soprano if that was the case but no i uh, play a tenor play a little bit bigger um, but I can play like a sopranissimo or whatever that, you know, like that <laughs> tiny nano. one is, that nano, nano even, you know, like I can yeah. play that with like no problems and stuff. So I still get that a lot, uh, especially on like a lot of new students and stuff. I, I, it's like, I hate kind of bursting their bubble because a lot of them just go like, oh, it's, it's just cause I have like big hands. I'm like, oh, and so I have it handy, like next to me in my office. <laughs> uh -huh. It's like, Hey, check this out. You know, like uh, the one from Italy, like the really, really tiny yeah, one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the okay, IUC. Yeah. Yeah. The IUC. Like, see, it works out, and they're like, Oh, <laughs> I hate to just prove me wrong, <laughs> you know, but yeah. yeah, yeah, or like, they're like, Oh, the tenor, I don't know, I'm like smaller, yeah. so maybe I should go to a concert size too, right? Yeah, and it's like, oh, Give it just give it like a couple months. I like, if you keep playing throughout those two months, like, yeah. you'll probably be like, Oh, this is comfortable now it just yeah. takes more time yeah. yeah yeah and i mean like and some people say like this this is too big or whatever same thing like there's like a like a viral video of like some asian kids playing like the the guitar yeah. like the you know classical guitar and stuff and they're <laughs> yeah. like like how yeah. those kids are like four years old or whatever you know how, how are they playing those big guitar things so like i guess there really is no excuses right yeah yeah unless you know it's it's like a you call those that they use your whole body an organ or whatever you know <laughs> i watched somebody play that like uh this past summer like in, in in la um and it's yeah it's like a full body workout it's kind of amazing like yeah. ah it maybe there is such thing as too big <laughs> like i think that's too big for me <laughs> i think i was just talking to aaron about this where it's like mm -hmm. i think because like you know when i learned guitar it was mm -hmm. very limited and there wasn't like a ton of resources mm -hmm. like i'm just like trying to pick out as much information as mm -hmm. I could with that too, right? Yeah. And my dad had a friend who came down to the shop and he was like a fantastic guitar player. Mm -hmm. And his story was that he like played guitar, he started playing guitar on a guitar with like three strings. Oh. And he was like playing and he's just copying whatever he heard his parents yeah. play because yeah. they're performers. Yeah. And then like one night they came home and they heard him and they're like, who's playing? Like, what's going on? Like, we don't even mm -hmm. have a guitar. Yeah. And he came out of the closet and he only had like the three string guitar he could play. <laughs> nice. And they're like, oh yeah, that's awesome. You know, it was like, <laughs> just imagine. chords, three strings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just imagine like what you could do with like an actual yeah. six string guitar. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. anytime like people are like, oh, it's because my thing is like mm -hmm. not, you know, up to standard. It's like, 
yeah, it gets easier if you get like something, a better instrument or whatever, yeah. but it doesn't have to limit you. You can make do with right. whatever I mean, there's, you have. Yeah. There's something to say about, you know, about comfort as well. Like you do yeah. want to get an ukulele comfortable for you. And that's why there's, you know, different sizes exist. It's just basically for, for comfort and stuff. But um, but don't blame the, uh, the the size for like, you know, ah, like this is frustrating. Like I, I like want to be able to get this saw or technique or whatever. Like it maybe might be easier on a different size and stuff, but like. You know, good old practice should be should be a you know a, yeah. a good <laughs> first first choice, and then maybe get a different ukulele. But I don't know if you have like like a this dispensable income. I guess you're like ah, I just yeah. get an ukulele the right size for, <laughs> yeah, for I, me. But that's that's all good. I, think, I don't have that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it also, but I think it can also be mm -hmm. a drawback where people get a bigger or smaller uke, and mm -hmm. it still doesn't fit, and then they're mm -hmm. like get even more frustrated right so oh, yeah like, that's yeah. true that's true yeah but it, it can like people change sizes mm -hmm. and then they're mm -hmm. like oh I, I feel like i can hold these chords and stuff mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times it's because in their head they're saying that they can do it now yeah they kind of without even noticing it they're adjusting mm -hmm. their hands a little mm -hmm. bit to <laughs> yeah, be yeah. able to play it better yeah, yeah. i i so that I, makes a difference i, I kind of like like after i played guitar for like for a few hours or whatever or i've just been jamming a guitar and then jump into an ukulele and it's like man is everything just so much easier you know like so there is something to be said about like you know about going smaller or, or bigger and stuff because sometimes going playing ukulele for like an hour and then jumping over to guitar feels a lot better it's because it's just you know the space is much wider or whatever so mm -hmm. There is, there's that, and even you know, even even so, like guys like like Aaron will, you know, he plays a GS Mini, like which is you know, which is perfect for his body as far as mm -hmm. guitar size wise, you know, like, and um, yeah, so yeah, I guess just play whatever's comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think like yeah, and it's mm -hmm. another one of those things too that we talk about where it's like if you just get used to stuff, mm -hmm. right, and you you get comfortable with whatever, mm -hmm. the benefit too is that whenever you're jamming with other people. Mm -hmm. And somebody's like, oh, here, try out, like, my soprano. You're not going to be like, oh, that's too small. I can't play that. Yeah. Or like, not. oh, here, try out my tanner or, like, stuff, right? And it's just mm -hmm. about, like, it, it's like uh, Kalei, right? Like, yeah. you just give him a ukulele and he's like, yeah, I can play this. You know, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. really matter. Yeah, because I'm like, Kalei, you know, I can go in the car. Like, it's not yeah. a problem and just grab your uke from the car. But... He's like, no, no, no. He's, yeah, such a laid-back guy. Yeah, I know. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, I, he's encountered enough situations. That's true. Where, like that. Yeah. 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 So part of part of being a better musician is just encountering more situations mm -hmm. that you're, you haven't seen yet yeah. and then adapting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And iron mangoes sharpen yeah. other iron mangoes. <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Is that... I, I, see, this is why I love this trio. <laughs> you know, I it was, it was a nice log for for Aaron. And bam, just smashed it in. Kahai. I don't know if anybody else gets the reference, but yeah, Iron Mango <laughs> sharpens other Iron Mango. <laughs> like they're like, what is there like such a thing as Iron Mangoes? Is oh like, yeah, look it up. Look it up, kids. Iron Mango. It's great. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Vince said, hoping you can talk about strings. Recently switched to fluorocarbon and not sure about wound. Uh, some sets with metal, etc. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to hope too hard. We talk about strings pretty much all the time here. So. Uh, <laughs> That's a common question. <laughs> a common question. That, no that worry that about people it. have. Um, yeah, so, you know, like the 
there there's we, we've talked about this kind of, kind of a lot. So, so for those of you folks who are like, oh, I was going to talk about strings again, I'll try to make this as brief as possible, okay? Um, strings are, are whatever flavor you like, okay? That's, that's basically, uh, basically what it is. If you like the sound coming out of your strings and your ukulele, that's what you should play, okay? If it feels comfortable, if the, um, you know, if, if the sound is bright enough, it's dark enough, it's whatever, whatever kind of sound that you're looking for, you find a string to fit whatever narrative you're going with your, you know, with your music, okay? Um, also, how, uh, how they feel, what, what their tension are, like you, it all really depends because there's like, there's a string set for every single kind of style of playing. So whatever you're feeling, that's what you should do. If you went with uh, fluorocarbon, um, I've I've had some experience with fluorocarbon. I like how bright they are. I like how punchy they are. But as far as that goes, I feel like they're a little too thin. So the the sets that I've used, I haven't really come across like a thick fluorocarbon set. So because they're thin, um, the tension's actually pretty high even for me and because they're thin and that tension is too high they break easy um for your for, for me for, me, for playing, what, I, for what yeah. I do because you know you're asking me right um i these strings right here are nylon like uh we made them with akila i like nylon strings um because they can be you know to up to the uh the tension that i want them to but still keep the same diameter that i really like um but there's there's a bunch of different you know different uh, kinds of strings and different materials and whatnot and whatever feels good. If you're unsure about wound strings, that's fine you know. Especially if you just have the one wound string, that that's kind of one of my bugaboos. Like I don't like when one string is like is overpowering the uh, the, the rest. I like a nice balance between all four strings, and this is why I go crazy when I try to like um, you know work on my ukulele the electronics i want everything to be nice and even across the board as far as the uh, the balance between all four strings i want the g string to link to ring just as loud as the c e and a they all ring as loud as each other not one is more uh, is, is stronger and um so you know if if uh if you have a string like a wound like a wound g for example and that kind of sticks out um it does i i understand your frustration but just kind of know that like with uh, with with wound strings it kind of helps with the uh, with the tension on your um you know on on your ukulele because if you want in an unwound low g uh the tension has to be pretty low in order to get that you know that tone um so if you don't like it being too like too floppy or too you know to uh, vibrate, is that is that the, that's why these are O's, people. <laughs> that is, these are O's. Um, you know, and sometimes they they tend to get you know uh, like buzzy because they they they'll uh, the the tension is too low and they'll kind of just flop around and stuff. Um, so if you don't like that either, go with the uh, that's that's why they're they, they're made. That's why people yeah. package in the low wound G so that it keeps the the tension pretty much equal throughout all four strings. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? Like, yeah. uh, wound strings are either gonna be G or C usually. Like yeah, they're the low strings. So if you don't even want to play that, then mm -hmm. you, like all the other sets like shouldn't really have wound strings. You should yeah. be fine like just picking a set. Yeah, I'm worrying about that. 
I, uh, I tend to catch a lot of ukuleles with like very buzzy Cs, like C strings and stuff. And like it's all across the board, like whatever, you know, no matter what, uh, what brand or what size or whatever, there's going to be some buzzy Cs. That's just how, that's just how it, it goes with some ukes, you know? So um, the, the C string that I use here, the tension is pretty high and it's pretty thin. Uh, it's thinner than uh, than than the usual, say like pro arte, like uh, C uh, on you know as far as nylon goes, and the thicker it is, and the the more uh, or the less tension because it moves, it's more buzzy. So maybe I don't know. I might go back to experimenting with like a wound C, like instead of. Uh, but the only thing I found with the wound C is the wound C. That I've uh, that I've experimented with. I know I said this is the short answer, but now now you got me talking. <laughs> now you got me started. Um, is I found it like aluminum usually, and alu like with the salt from my fingers and this perspiration and stuff. Like when uh, when I play it too much, like the the aluminum kind of wears off and it kind of it shows yeah. the thread underneath yeah. the aluminum and stuff, and so it gets kind of dangerous. You, you have, have to change it more yeah. often. But yeah. I think that you know that eliminates like. Um, a lot of the buzz problems for some people who have buzzy C's, like that might be a problem, uh, not problem, but a solution because, you know, the tension is nice and uh, nice and high and it's not as thick. Yeah. You know? And that's probably why I, I try to understand, try to understand, like, why did they make these strings like these, like back in the day? Because um, uh, like string sets back in the day like when i was starting out in say like late 90s and whatever you had maybe a choice of three different strings you know you had hilo you had martin strings and you had i don't know whatever ghs, GHS whatever third one mm -hmm. is and um and that was it you know like and all of them if if uh, yeah if, if anything had that wound c and i think that's why they made it to make things kind of consistent you know throughout like throughout all four strings so that they don't buzz as, as much but now I, I tend to run across the the C, but especially in the second fret, the C string second fret. You know, if you if you hit it hard enough, that thing will buzz. But I don't know. Um, yeah, to each to each his own. Like as far yeah. as strings goes, find the one that works for you. Um, try it out. Like if you like the fluorocarbons, I like them. I just it just doesn't work yeah. with my um with my style. I wish they did because they sound really good. You know, but it just it you know. It's it's kind of risky for me to uh to to be to be using those strings because I I mean as you guys know I break my strings kind of often so and that's nylon you know you imagine something like thinner and uh and and higher tension that would that would just break every show so yeah the, like uh it really is like like you said earlier mm -hmm. uh the reason why you don't want to you kind of want to stay away from wound strings is because mm -hmm. like it rusts here right yeah, yeah it's like even that like the environment that you live mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. it can affect like how it sounds or how it plays and everything so yeah. uh i think there's a bunch of uh there's always like videos online mm -hmm. that like you know they do like sound demos with different strings or they show different strings and stuff and that that can give mm -hmm. you like a good idea but you really won't know for sure until you like put it on yeah. your own uke and you try it where you, like you live or you play it yourself. So. Yeah, but honestly, like I, I might have to go back to the drawing board as far as the C goes because I mean these strings are fine. Like this one doesn't really buzz. But if I really dig in, maybe uh, it still doesn't buzz. But you know, I want it to be a lot more consistent, and I think the the wound strings keep um, the the intonation a lot better as well than yeah. uh, than the regular. 
you know, plastic or nylon strings and stuff. So I don't know. I got to go back. I got to go back to the but drawing then board. With that, you would have to sort of re, like change, change, change my up. playing style. Yeah. Or, or like, because uh, you've been playing with the saddle and working with that's the true. balance. I, so you would have to rebalance all of the strings, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. with every new ukulele that I have or <laughs> every new like string change and stuff. So it should be okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so for those of you folks who are like string balance, electronic saddles and stuff, I have recently, as recent as like, I don't know, past maybe five, six years, been kind of doing my own saddles on the ukulele. Because um, this little white thing on top of your, you know, on top of your bridge, super duper important because if, you know, if you're an, an experienced ukulele player and you want to play... Um, you know, you want to play harder, like harder songs, or you want your 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 ukulele to all to be in tune, like you know, all like, the way up all the, the way up the neck. Like yeah. if if you're very meticulous about that kind of stuff, you can hear that kind of stuff. Then um then yeah, I suggest you know like just reading up about it. Don't don't try it. Yeah, just just do some research. It took me a long time, but um I usually take this out and you know talking about balance, uh, the piezo underneath here for uh, for my pickup. Um, when, you know, if in a perfect world, okay, when you put the piezo down and you put the, uh, the saddle on top of it and you put the strings on top and then the strings would be equal across the board, but because like of the volume, yeah, the volume yeah, yeah. of the, of the strings should be or, equal across the board. But like when it comes through the pickup itself, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like it won't yeah. affect like acoustic Acoustic, no, nah, it's, it's fine. But you know, like the the amount of pressure because each string, you know, is, is at a different um, tension. The amount of pressure that it pushes down on the saddle is, is different, okay? So some strings, sometimes, you know, like the piezo might pick that up more or less, okay? So that's why if you were to pick up a, an ukulele, you know, like say a stock one from the store, like for me, like nine out of 10 times, there's like one either louder or one softer, one string that is softer. It's just, you just can't get like a perfect ukulele. You have to like kind of get in there. So, you know, with a, you know, being 100% um, uh, transparent with you folks, like every ukulele that I get, I have to do that too. It doesn't matter where from, like Kanile ukuleles, Kamaka ukuleles, Ka uh, Koolo ukuleles, all the ukuleles that I've, you know, that I've had. And and and, uh, and played on stage. I always have to balance them out first before I, you know, before I, I take them out on the road. So what that is is like I'll either add more material so that it 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 uh, the the saddle makes more contact with the piezo underneath, or take out material, which I don't like doing. So I just add more to the other three or whatever. So it's a uh, it's really like a like a. a a high wire act like yeah. for you know because if you add one to uh, to say this you know this side of just underneath the, the the g string that might make the g string sound louder but because it's you know it now reshapes like the way the saddle lies on the piezo it might affect say the a string and now you got to go fix that and when you fix that something else kind of you know yeah. kind of goes haywire and at the same time like it'll sound you know it'll sound good but then the next day, like your, you know, your saddle will settle, settle onto the bridge and then it gets all haywire. It gets, it's a week, this is a long, like yeah. weeks long process, months sometimes. Yeah. Cause like, like, you know, Connie Leia mm -hmm. does her best to yeah. try and do that. But then yeah. it is like where 
there they are they can make it so it sounds good send yeah. it to you and then it can be different right like just by yes. that transportation so it's like yeah. if you can do it yourself you can kind of like really and if you want to yeah. get into like the nitty-gritty then you gotta do all that like I, oh i adjusted this now i gotta adjust this now yeah. i gotta do this yeah also like um intonation wise so it's talking about intonation like the way that the string lies on the saddle will determine the intonation of, of your uh, of your string so um with with this for example so you know like you can see this is a compensated saddle can we uh can we get a close close up of this i don't know if they can see the compensation yeah uh, it's kind of hard because it's white yeah okay yeah it's so there's like um, different kind of grooves. If you have a kanile at home, they, they all have the compensated saddles and that they do that so it keeps the ukulele in tune because um, if you know if the the point where you know where it releases your string is too far to the uh, to the front towards the the headstock, that makes it a little bit uh, sharper or flat. I don't know. <laughs> um, you yeah. know, not not right now. I have to. Have to <laughs> so Sharper. you either have to sharp. I think goes yeah. that way, and then flat goes this yeah. way. So, um, yeah. So you want to, you know, you want to be able to make sure that that's all good. I would, if you know, if you're like, huh, maybe that might. That's why my ukulele hasn't been playing in tune. I don't know. So the the way to check is to take your open A string and then play that. You know the. A note on the 12th fret. So in this case, let's see, I haven't checked this ukulele yet, but that's in tune. So it's playing about two cents sharp, okay? So not bad, it's pretty close. That's that's like, that's negligible, you know? But if it's playing like, More that's something five, yeah, yeah. That's, that's something that you might want to take, uh, take a look at. That's still an A note, you know, for um, for for normal people's ears, it's it's not that bad, okay? But if it's like, that's something that you maybe should take a look at. That's, you know, yeah, but yeah. this two cents is not that, not that crazy. It's kind of, yeah. Well, that's on it. That's on it, yeah, so it's just an A. <laughs> Everything and else is okay. It's like to get it like yeah. to be perfect. It takes a lot of work too, because yeah. like you can uh, change the intonation from one string, and it's like, oh, okay, great. A is on, <laughs> is intonated, it's perfect. Yep. You go to E, C, G, and then you go back to A, and then it's off, right? <laughs> it's like ah. Oh. So it's all about like you adjust one thing, mm -hmm. you adjust everything, you go back, you check yep. it, and then it's like when you get everything set, right? Isn't yeah. it like okay? Nobody touch it. <laughs> Just keep it the way it is. But er this it's, is Set up perfectly. Just, just to be clear, this is some like super high level stuff. Like yeah, normal yeah. people don't even worry about. Yeah, it. don't yeah. touch. Your don't saddles. touch. Don't touch. Don't touch your saddles. <laughs> you know. But if you're like, if uh, if if you're an aspiring professional and you want to like make sure that you know that that you're playing in tune and, and everything else sounds good and it's all four strings are equal across the board. That's yeah. the kind of stuff that you want to like you yeah. want to strive for. If you're starting to play up the neck and it's you can tell the difference, yeah. then go to a right. professional. And then if you really if that doesn't help, yeah. help, then maybe you have to learn yourself. Because I don't know. But like, other than that, yeah. Maybe this soprano might, like, might be kind of badly intonated. I haven't checked this in forever, so I'm sure this, the saddle has kind of moved. So no, Not bad. That's still not bad. Yeah. yeah. Then there, there, there it is. There it is. That one. Even that's not that bad yeah. either. You can, Most people won't won't be able to tell. 
Yeah, I don't know, maybe. I, I have did work on these, so like yeah, it's, yeah. But then uh, as through through time, you know, it, it does uh, get get bad. But I don't know, this one stayed. I worked on this one too. And, and like uh, somebody else too. Uh, let me see if I can find who asked. But they said, uh, they asked, uh, or uh, Bongo Boy said, when do I have to change my strings? And intonation is one of yeah. like the first yeah. things that goes wrong when yes. your strings start going bad. Yeah. So don't think that it's like, oh, it's my saddle, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That shouldn't be your yeah. first go-to. Yes. Yeah. It, it might just be that you need new strings. So changing out your strings might, you know, um, help out with the, you know, with the intonation. Also, also, uh, if you know, if if you're like interested by all this stuff, when you're changing your strings, okay, change them one at a time. I see a lot of people mm -hmm. like stripping their you know all four strings out of their ukuleles and then putting on like four new ones especially if you have an under saddle pickup because what that does is it releases all the pressure mm -hmm. like that that's you know that's kind of down on your saddle because when it's when it's good when the uh, when the balance is good when the intonation is good that's you should keep it that way you know as, as much as possible so by changing one string it doesn't really move the saddle around you know um, so just change it one string at a time. If you took it all out, that saddle is gonna move. That that balance is gone. Yeah. Okay. So just it's a nice little tip if you're interested in doing stuff like this. But yeah, if it, the intonation is bad, first thing you should do change the string. Yeah. Uh, also, if when should you change the string? Whenever you feel like it. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's my rule. <laughs> Whenever you feel like changing strings, go go ahead and do it. You'll thank yourself every time because you you can't. I mean. Mm -hmm. Even if your your ukulele is dead, you know it sounds dead or whatever. Like the strings are dead, and it sounds very like not not as bright as it used to be. If you play your ukulele enough, you can't tell. You know, you, but until you change the strings, you're like, oh man, I didn't realize how yeah, dead yeah, that yeah. was. I'll, yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. I was gonna bring that up too, right? Like I think that's like a pretty good comparison uh -huh. for like when you play on like an instrument that's not as good and then you play yeah. on a better instrument, it's like, oh, it's so much easier. When you play on dead strings, it's like you don't know, and then you change your strings and like. This is what my instrument is supposed to sound <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. man, it's like a present for yourself. Yeah, yeah. every so, time. <laughs> so just just change it whenever you have time, whenever you have the money to, you know, like, oh, you know, I I, I haven't changed my string in, in like a couple weeks or a month or a couple months or whatever it may be. It's like yeah. I have some time this weekend, like a good hour, you know, like to to go and change the strings. It shouldn't take more than that, but you know, if you're changing for the first time, maybe yeah. take a little bit, you know. Or oh, well, um, and it takes a while to settle in. Too, yeah, so. so uh, yeah, do yourself a favor. Just change it. That's yeah. that's. There's. I think people are looking for like yeah, but like how many days or how many weeks or how many months? <laughs> it's you know I've had strings on some ukuleles like I think these are the same strings that I had on this uke because like I, I burned it off at the at, at the end mm. that I like recorded the Simpsons with. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> so that's years twenty or nineteen <laughs> uh -huh, like yeah. or no seven eighteen twenty. My my uh -huh. kid was. Four yeah. years. Yeah. So so 2018. So this is, these strings are four years old. Still plays in tune, I, I, yeah. apparently, you know? So it yeah. sounds good. Does it sound dead? Maybe. I can't tell unless I change the strings out. Probably. You know, they're probably dead. But if I were to play this, you, you're like, oh, what do you mean? It sounds fine. <laughs> sounds okay, mm -hmm. you know? I'm sure it'll sound better if I change the strings. So it's one of those things that... You know what? If uh, treat yourself <laughs> to a string change, because it'll definitely make it sound good. Because even if you just had your, you know, your your new strings like a couple weeks or whatever, you change them out. There's 
still going to be a big difference, I think. Yeah. Nice and loud and bright and, and alive mm. instead of like dead sounding. Yeah, well, it depends. To That's true. Like how how, which, how yeah. much did you play them? <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't play them at all, it's not going to make a difference. <laughs> yeah. I think if you play them like pretty regularly, like yeah. uh, you'll hear a difference if you change the string every month, every two mm. months, right? Mm. So, but then that's the thing too, right? Like, I think most people keep their strings on for longer because they just forget how it sounds with new strings. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. it still works. It's fine, right? Yeah. And I think most people like change strings because their string either breaks or they do notice intonation problems. So it's like, okay, it's like kind of getting wonky. So I got to change my strings. Mm -hmm. But then until then, like, yeah, you know, what, yeah. whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, whenever you, uh, there's... There's no rule. I mean, I know some people, and I think I've I've even said it, like maybe every other month, which is a good, you know, like a good rule General, of thumb. Yeah. But you know what? Just do it whenever. Whenever yeah. you have time. I'm not, not changing you. my answer to huh? just do it when you feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> if like, if you can afford it and yeah. you want to stay consistent, like, yeah. yeah, maybe every two months. But if not, if it doesn't bother you or you don't notice any difference, then yeah. Just go for it as long as let's you go, want. Yeah, let's go for it. I mean, if, even guitar strings, especially guitar strings. I've, I've had guitar strings on some of my guitars for like a year, two years and stuff. Yeah. It's okay. Especially like well, my, my classical guitar. Like uh, that's probably been there for over a year. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, over a year because it's 2021 I was doing those videos. Nylon strings, those. nylon strings over here like yeah. yeah you can keep it on but uh steel strings it's like oh yeah no ooh, these It'll strings your are fingers man why why when i play a guitar <laughs> why does my fingers turn brown and green <laughs> what's going on you gotta get your tennis shot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right okay next up uh okay i gotta find it now okay um, uh, but that's it. So just while Kahai is looking for that, um, my spruce top Brazilian roses back insides that like is still not ready. Like I'm still trying to balance that new card. I had the balance, but then I um, I swapped out my saddle because I don't know if you guys remember this, but about a year ago when I got it, I was like oh, I want to experiment with a high you know a high saddle just to see if. Uh, find like a high action action's awesome it actually sounded really good attack was really good and stuff but there are some techniques that don't quite sound as good with uh with the high saddle so i just compensated with uh with kind of meeting in the middle not too low not too high so because i got a new you know i i made a new saddle um made meaning like i like sanded it down to like to yeah. size and made sure that the you know the the compensation is uh, is is perfect and stuff um now i'm balancing that out and it's been what like three weeks since i used that ukulele four weeks now oh uh, it's it's been weeks so it, it's uh it's a long process when you make adjustments too yeah. it's like just like micro like, yes right yeah. like you if you sand it it's like sand sand okay that's it not like you're like <laughs> yeah. sand 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 yeah, like intonation you're is fine it's the balance that's the part that like yeah. oh that takes forever okay next yeah, yeah. Uh, Marima said, I saw Insta and Joe Souza was saying to only tune up, not down. I've never heard this advice hmm. before. Why? That makes sense. Uh, cause when you're, when you're tuning down, you know, like you're, 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 uh, you're loosening the string up. So when you loosen it and you loosen it to like, to wherever the, you know, the, the, when, when it says it's in tune and that might go even more loose because, uh, sometimes the, um, the tuners will just slack. You know, like without without you knowing. So as you tune down, 
it's uh, it might go even even further. But if you're tuning up, since you're tightening it up, that's kind of like tightening it up to you know to to tune, I guess, into so that it's in tune. So when you tighten up in tune, it's it's a lot better. And I think I saw that same video. Great advice on on that video. He's also saying that like a lot of people go do this you know when they're, when they're tuning but like, you should just go as as you guys probably you know we i do this this, this is how i do it i'll, I'll go I'll, I'll do this i'll 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 untune my my uke so so here it is okay so i'll play it until it gets close to the g and then like the closer to the g it is like the less i'll play it because yeah. what you want to do is you want to give time so that the tuner um, basically registers whatever note that it wants to tune. If you're doing this, that the tuner doesn't quite register it as well. So you want to be just kind of like this, and as you're tuning up, it kind of tightens to tune as opposed to loosening, uh, loosening it down, where you're in danger of it uh, going more loose. So you're like, okay, I'm in tune, and then you go flat, and you're like, what, what happened? I tuned it. But uh, tuning up rather than you know tuning down is is a uh, is good advice. Yeah. Also, your strings are sitting on the nut. Yeah. And so when you loosen your strings, it's loose behind the nut. Sure. Yeah. It'll go more and loose then, that way. Yeah. Or like it, it loosens it first behind the nut mm -hmm. until the string reaches. Yeah. yeah. Sort of stretches through the nut. So like especially like that's sort of the reason why people graphite on their the mm. you know in so the slots of their slide. nut yeah. so that it'll slide better yeah. but like yeah so like once you first start loosening your strings it'll be looser behind the nut than on like on top yes. of the fretboard mm -hmm. and so so that's sort of the one of the reasons why he says to to tune yeah. up because yeah tuning down mm -hmm. yeah it'll take a while for the string to actually settle on the nut yeah. When it's loose, mm -hmm. yeah. When you have like new Loose, strings. Loosened. Yeah. Or when I have new strings too, even like I'll tune like way higher mm -hmm. to stretch out the strings. Yeah. yeah. And then have them like fall below, you know, the point that it's in yeah. tune and then tune it back up. Like, yeah. 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 So you hear like some guys go. Like they'll, they'll tune down, like down. Yeah. And to try to tune it up to, to whatever, you know, yeah. to key. Although, although I do tune down sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, if you, you I'll, like, yeah. I'll tune down, then I'll stretch it. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. I'll stretch We're the string. We're not keeping it there. Yeah, no, well, if sometimes if it's like a, like, like a hair too sharp, okay. sometimes I'll just pull on the string. Yeah. Mm. And, and then, then that gets you in tune. And then, there. yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so in that sense, I'm tuning down, you know. I think like, yeah, it's 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 definitely good advice, and we should be doing that. But I tune down too, and it's just because it's like, well, I'm just trying yeah. to get it close enough to play a song, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not. If you're like, maybe if you're performing for like a crowd or something, then mm -hmm. you want to do that to make sure you're in tune and it's mm -hmm. not gonna slip or anything. Uh -huh. But if you're at home and you're just like, I'm just fooling around, just for myself. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, just I'm just getting it in tune. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like kind of like. <laughs> or just go pew. Yeah. That's like hollow into yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> like as a, as it gets there, it slows down. Tuning <laughs> is such a like a tedious and thing uh -huh. that like and it, it's just it, eventually it becomes like a part where you don't really think about it when mm -hmm. you're doing it. But it's like it's tedious, so musicians have to make a game out of it. And it's like when I, I tune or like when I change strings and I tune for the first time, 
I don't use a tuner and I just try and get the strings as close as I can. And then I put on a tuner. I'm like, oh, I was finally, you know, yeah. so many cents off yeah. or something. See if you can do it by and, ear. And it, or yeah. like, yeah, you tune one string, then you tune the rest and stuff. So it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's boring. It's not fun. Mm -hmm. So you might as well just like do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an example of, uh, of like kind of in intonation and whatever it was, uh, when we were playing at the concert with that uh, with Matt and stuff, I was just like really having a hard time like trying to get stuff in tune because, like, it was cold in that like you know in in that area that we were trying to record in, and sometimes like um, extreme changes in uh, in in temperature like will also make your ukulele sound kind of kind of weird. So no matter how much you're you're tuning it up, it like gets sharper or, or flatter mm -hmm. as the instrument itself yeah. warms up or cools down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, poor Matt, he was using like a, an ukulele that wasn't even that wasn't his. Yeah, he was. Mm -hmm. I think he was using a backup uke because they're working on his intonation. See, that's that's the kind like where Matt d doesn't want to do it. He's scared to like to get in there and get yeah. and get in the the saddle to it, you know, to to fix the intonation issues. So I think he um, he brought it over to Kanilea that that day. And he's like, can I get this ready for the, you know, uh, for the concert? They're like, no, it's going to take like at least a couple of days, Matt. So yeah. it's it's that. Yeah. They they tried, but then they're like, yeah, yeah. this is like, <laughs> this is going to take a little bit. So yeah. yeah, we'll just hold on to it. So it happens. It happens, folks. And, and even like some professionals like Matt and Dahlberg are kind of like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's yeah. like, super tedious. But I don't know. I It's I was telling Aaron to like it feels kind of like you know I, I'm sure because I'm not a I'm not like a, me a mechanic or even a car guy. It's like I'm sure that's how it feels like when when some guys like you know like change their own oil or whatever. I'm just like <laughs> I don't know. I'll bring it to somebody and get change the oil for me. Same thing. Matt just brought it to somebody, but I think there's a certain like you know certain feeling that you get of like yeah. oh man I did that. So same with this is like oh yeah I I. Or did that <laughs> i think because i think too if you do it yourself right mm -hmm. you can be as nitpicky as you want yeah and it's like like you said the car analogy is like there's guys who like i have to fill up my tire pressure to be this exact amount right <laughs> whereas like everybody else is like side not not mm, one or not one yep. more or less they're like oh my my i don't know my my tires are a little flat but mm -hmm. at least they're still roll they're not on the rims so i still roll with it right too. it's like the same thing too right like oh my intonation is a little off but yeah i still roll with it all right, one one more. You got, you got, you got one more. One more. We were a little bit late, so let's let's go with one more. Okay, uh, let me grab it then. I got to scroll back up. Yeah, six minutes, guys, <laughs> for the hour. Uh... All right. Um, while Kahai is looking for for the other question, if you guys uh, want to learn how to play ukulele, make sure to check out ukuleleunderground.com. That's where we're from. If you guys are listening to this podcast, here's like, oh, let me just go look at what podcasts about ukuleles i can find we have a website where you can learn how to play ukulele ukuleleunderground.com songs and lessons we got it private lessons we got it uh you're looking for you know for one-on-one -on -one coaching we got it that's right after this by the way um if you're looking for like seminars or, or like live kind of not necessarily live but like taped workshops we have those we, you want ukulele courses we got those we got songs we got a forum what else? What else are you looking for? We got it. Also, if you're looking for an ukulele, we have ukuleles in, in store. That's over at shop.ukuleleunderground.com. Go buy yourself a uke. You're like, you know, 
kind of looking to uh, to upgrade to say an Aldrin Guerrero model, it's a it's available. Or if you're like, you know what, I just have like like 150 bucks, but I want a nice and decent ukulele. Bam, Island Islander. Yeah, like planetary box set, good stuff. That's a great starter. <laughs> yeah. I bought that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. I bought one. <laughs> it, it's truly endorsed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. What do they say? Like, I'm not just the whatever. I am also a, <laughs> a customer. I'm or... also a customer. Yeah, yeah I bought one because, uh, like, I, I, I think I said last week or the week before. Like, my my cousin wanted to start playing ukulele, and I, I bought one. I haven't sent it yet. I don't know how much <laughs> it is to send over to the mainland, but I am enjoying it. Am I playing it at home? <laughs> oh, I, I I sent it. I don't. It must have got lost in the mail. Oh, I don't know. I never told her I'd get her one. <laughs> I mean, I said I'll see what I can do. So I bought one with the intention of sending it to her. But you saw what I'm you kind did. of enjoying it at home. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. David, going back to the five string, said, yeah. uh, "You think you could buy a five string ukulele and not string one uh, one of the strings?" Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Just you know. Just leave it. You leave it blank and stuff. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that works. But just make sure. Um, the 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 one thing when when people do that is that uh, because it's an it it's like a tuner without a string on it. Sometimes it, you'll get buzzing from like just the um, the mm -hmm. hardware, you know, of, of the tuner. So make sure that. But other than that, like it's that's fine. Yeah. Just stick like just put painter tape on it. <laughs> Keep it to the head <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Nice blue. See, it's just like Jake Shimabukuro. Right? Yeah. Put some blue on your ukulele. <laughs> so yeah, that's what you should say. Like, I'm just like Jake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, if you uh, play music on Hawaii, it's like, yeah. that's not the worst, like, oh, fix no. for, uh, my, my dad had a, a plastic straw over yeah. one of the strings to keep it from buzzing. So I, <laughs> we've seen it all. Yeah. Uh, I've used a, I've used plastic straws as a strap. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, from for my instrument, I've done that. And then what was like the stickers for the fretboard markers you put on the? Oh, Ferrero Rocher. Like, yeah, from, yeah. I, yeah. That's right. I that's that was on the guitar that I that I gave to you or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I would. I mean, I'm a chocoholic, so I would buy those Ferrero Rocher like um, hazelnut chocolate things. Yeah. And then uh, I would use that as the the stickers. Like this, yeah, because it was a you know it was a classical guitar, and uh -huh. I think the the dots at the top were kind of wearing out. Uh -oh. So just you, I, I eat a lot of chocolate. Might as well use it because it's like the perfect size, you know, for uh, for just using it as a sticker. You should uh, <laughs> your next ukulele. You should ask if they can make it into inlays. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for a Rocher inlays. Oh. Yeah. That's right, moving on up, baby. <laughs> yeah, love those things. Yes, if, if anyone's like, what's your favorite chocolate? It's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Ferrero Rocher. And I mean, if, if we're talking just ones that you can get like, you know, right away, but would, would you take, do, do you want to take a guess of what my favorite, all time favorite chocolate is, Kai? I know, I know Aaron knows it. We've had it on the show before. Someone gave it to us. Uh, I I can only think of moon pies and wagon wheels. Oh, it's oh, from yeah. Japan. Uh, no, <laughs> what from Japan? I don't know. I, I know we've got it, but maybe we didn't put it on. We didn't show it on the uh, on the podcast or live Friday or something. But one of our students from Japan came down to the show and 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 gave me a box of Royce chocolates. Royce, mm. best. Just 
the most delicious chocolate you could ever find. If you ever, uh, Japan is open now, by the way, everybody. So if you ever, you know, go like, oh, I'm gonna go take a trip to Japan, look for some chocolates called Royce, R-O-Y-C-E. They're the best, just the best chocolates. Just, you'll thank me later. Just, you know, write me an email. If you do go, write me an email, say, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, I tried Royce chocolate, Aldrin. It was like really good or it was okay. It was really good. I would like to know because that's, that's mine. That's just hands down my favorite chocolate. <laughs> they're not. They're not very hard to find in Japan. No, they're, they're everywhere. Now you can find them at airports you know, where, like you know, they sometimes Japan doesn't want to let you leave without trying them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, any last, uh, you know, last minute businesses that we should that we should do, yeah. gentlemen. Um, no, I, no. I think that's uh, fine. Uh, any, next anything week we... upcoming that we have? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, next time we can do like set up a song challenge oh yeah, yeah we, haven't we haven't done, done those in a while, while. Yeah, yeah because uh we do want to give these we got um we got signed copies from miss cynthia lynn of, of her cd so let's definitely um do a songwriting challenge to uh to, to give these away yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah um so this cd and then this cd i already kind of know what the challenge is gonna be oh cool so write a song about blue moon all-stars whatever that means to you <laughs> that's a good challenge yeah <laughs> so yeah. next next time we'll start next time Okay. But uh, next week, it's uh, close yeah, to... Yeah, the, the week after. Our, our next week is close to Halloween, so it's oh. spooky, spooky jam. I know, <laughs> Cynthia watched that Halloween episode that you did. <laughs> she, she posted in our Instagram, I'm like, oh, oh no. I was kind of happy with, with her not knowing about it. <laughs> it was just like a ukulele on inside joke, but now like she's... Now I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so um, wait, what is, what is that Friday? Uh, it's like the 28th. Is that a podcast or is that a... That's a jam. It's yeah, a jam. Yeah, so the... the is it next week? Is yeah. that, that is next week, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so spooky jam next week? Spooky. Everybody? Yeah, maybe. We did maybe. the mash. Yeah. We're still not going to play any Halloween songs. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know, maybe I should learn some. Maybe I should, maybe I should learn some. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, well <laughs> just make the set dim and we'll put orange lights around. That's that's uh, the... That, We'll make it festive. We'll make it festive. I'll dress up. I always dress up every year. I'll dress up as. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> as, you know what? Don't worry. Just, just <laughs> surprise. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll see you folks next week for our spooky Aloha Friday Live Jam. After this, we have the uh, UU Plus Live Coaching where I help you guys out with whatever you need help with. Head over to ukulelandtheground.com. Click on the banner at the top. That'll lead you to the UU Plus Live Coaching. If you're not a member of UU Plus, sign up for UU Plus over at ukulelandtheground.com. You get access to tons of lessons, um, extra lessons. We have tons of lessons for free on the site, but um, you get access to lots of premium, exclusive content that'll help you get to the next level, right? Is that my tagline? What's my tagline? Uh -huh. <laughs> Take your ukulele playing to the next level. I've heard that tag, I'm trying to change it because I hear that, you know, I hear that tag elsewhere. So I'm like, I mean, we should do something else. We're like, be the uke player that you wanna, does that work? Oh, I think I've heard that too. About, you know what? Learn some stuff. UU <laughs> <laughs> Plus, go yeah. learn some things. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on my new tagline, guy. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. Have a great weekend.